Welcome to the Solomon's Porch Podcast, the podcast from the worship experience of Solomon's Porch at Valdosta First United Methodist Church. We want you to be encouraged and inspired in your faith journey. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving or using heavy machinery, and enjoy. I feel like a gamer. Thank you for being patient with me. It's like, uh, thank you, Justin. Okay, over you to you, Justin. All right, thank you, Justin. All right. <laughs> so how I feel sometimes uh, with doing, leading, leading you guys in worship. And, but it's a privilege, an incredible privilege, every time I get a chance uh, to, uh, to share my heart with our church. Uh, this is Student Sunday. Uh, if you are first-time guest, welcome. This is a fantastic day to come on. Amen. Um, lots of great things going on that we see God doing in our, uh, in our church. And uh, one of those areas, one of the many, but one of those areas that God is doing incredible work in is our children and student ministries. Uh, one thing we want to say, um, oh, by the way, I'm the youth and college pastor here, uh, Emily Power, our mid-high director, uh, does a fantastic job. You guys give her a hand. Look, to get, to get up here, to get up here and do all that uh, just makes my head hurt. I, you know, announcements and Q&A and stuff like that. I just, you know, I used to do that some years ago with Shannon. Shannon would put that on me. And I, because I'm, I'm so right-brained and, I, you know, my, I was in worship person mode when I had to spit out some announcements it would kind of just be this uh, jarbled thing that no one understood a word of and it was great but um, we, we worked through that learning growing pains as they say uh, but so I'm thankful for Emily not just because she came over here and did announcements but uh, fab- fabulous things are going on uh, in our mid-high group in our senior high group in our children's ministry right on up through our college um, our portal ministry is God's doing some big things and they are students too yes it's student Sunday for them as well yep hey, that's all right that's right that's right okay so I want to do something real quick just to kind of get a visual here of, uh, of of the room if you are have served as or are currently serving as a youth volunteer in any way you've you've hosted a D now You've been a host home, you have hosted Bible study at your house, you've, uh, whatever. If you have done any of that, won't you stand up? Okay, Sunday school teachers, all that stuff, anybody, parents, parents stand up too, parents. Oh, stay standing, stay standing, stay standing, yeah, uh, nobody likes to stand up. Parents, parents of students, if you're a parent of a student in this church, please stand up. Please stand up. I see parents seated. Please see parents seated. If you have a youth, if you have a teenager. That's a lot of people. All right, you can sit down. They're like, please let me sit down. Just, I, I wanted you to see that, okay, for, for one reason. Um, our student ministry here um, is part of how God is, is working is through volunteers and parents. Anybody who has anything to do with, with our student ministry, even if, you're, even if you're kind of from afar, you're, you're kind of, 
you know, watching things happen and, and you're a parent and you don't really quite know what's going on, but you trust your kids to these Justin Allison Crenshaw or Emily Powell and company on Sunday night, and you're like, what's this all about? And you're here this morning. We want to tell you, look, students are a priority here. Not just uh, their, their well-being as, as, as just as people in general, but their spiritual journey is important to us. It is, we, it is an intentional effort to make disciples here, Okay. And we want you to know that we love your students. We thank you for entrusting them to us. And we don't, we don't take that lightly. Um, we want to talk about authentic faith this morning. I, I love that word authentic. It just means real, no facade, no put on. All the, all the stuff on the surface has been taken away. Real, real. I love that word, real. Like, this is what I want. I want to see in our students. I want to see in all students. This is what I want to see in my church. I want to see an authentic group of people loving Jesus and growing in Christ together. How's that sound? It's awesome. Now, it's one step in the journey at a time, and it's not easy. But if I, if I could say one thing about our student ministry and our church is that we desire to see you guys and ourselves grow in an authentic relationship with Jesus. It, it, just realness. Because it, just like the women's weekend that went on this past weekend, the, uh, per, the perfection conspiracy, is that right? That's what, that's what the title of it was. And it, just, it t- ties into this authentic faith theme. Because look, we're all broken and we're all hot messes in here. Look, life is just messy. We are, we're hateful, unforgiving, sinful, uh, self-important, self-absorbed people most of the time. I, I'm, I'm talking about me, okay? I'm going to leave you out of it, and I hope that I'm not the only one to pull you in. But that's how I feel the majority of the time. But I know that Jesus is the most important thing to me. He's the core of, of who I am. And that's authentic faith. They, they kind of coexist. The mess of life and the, the perfection of Christ just jumbled together in this life. That is authentic faith. It's not perfection. It's not no sin. It's not I'm better than most of my friends, students. I, I'm, I'm a better person than most of my friends. This is not authentic faith. We can, we can, we can harp on what is authentic, authentic faith all day, but this is not authentic faith. We're gonna, I want to show, uh, show you a picture of, not a true picture, but of what authentic faith we feel like looks like. And we have some students uh, that want to share with you um, right now. If you have been asked, I can't remember, Will, Cole, uh, Okay, Will and Zach, come on up. And Jack and Mary Catherine, come on up. You guys, uh, just ease their nerves. Give them a hand, please. Gonna be up here. I don't know if that eases their nerves or not, but uh, come on, come forward, come forward, young people. 
I'm going to give you this microphone. I don't know if the podcast will pick this up, but this, we'll interpret what they say. We have asked these students uh, to give you a, a quick little a testimony of their faith and, and what God has done in them, and, and namely how maybe the student ministry has, has fit into their faith journey. We want, we don't want them to share with you. Uh, they're going to say their names real quick, and then they're going to share a little bit with you. Right back at you. Thank you. 
I don't need that. I want to point out something before they leave the stage. These two guys are mid-high students. These two are high school students. The bigger people on stage are middle schoolers. Who knew? You're a giant, dude. Give them a hand, please. Give them a hand. It takes, by the way, it takes incredible courage to do what they just did. Um, so just love on them after, and they're, they're glad it's over, I'm sure. Um, fantastic. Speaking from the heart. That's what we want you to hear. We want you to hear their hearts. I want you to hear my heart. Shannon always is good about speaking from the heart. We want, to, we want the heart of Christ to be a part of everything that we do here. Um, you know, I think one of the ways I define authentic faith is like this, and I, I didn't come up with this, so don't give me credit. It's probably some pastor somewhere. I read it, and I liked it, so I stole it. I'm giving him due. I don't know what his name is, but he's, he's getting credit right now. Above all else, trusting, authentic faith is above all else, trusting that God is who he says he is and that God will do Everything he says he will do. I think that's a fantastic definition. Trusting everything to God. The first way I think we can live out authentic faith, people, not just our students. This is for everyone. Is to trust everything to God. To trust it all to God. We're going to sing a song by that title uh, here at the end. My life is in your hands. I trust it all to you, God. What wonderful words. To sing and to live by very oft-quoted scripture, but I'm going to scripture. All of a sudden, I'm Elmer Fudd. No one got that. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, everything that you got, and in everything. Do not depend on your own understanding. After that understanding, you can put in parentheses, slash intellect, talent, abilities, money, whatever you can bring to the table. Don't rely on any of that stuff. But in everything you do, seek his will, and he will show you which path to take. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Here are a few ways I think we can live out an authentic faith together. Trusting everything to God. You know, by systematically trusting God, we relinquish control. Any control freaks in here? I love, you know, <laughs> true blood. I love it. Yes. That's, yes is the correct answer. Because I'm a control freak. I love to be in control of things. I like to, you know, have, mm, that's, yeah. I can shape it and make it the way I want it. That's just me. My friends are smiling real big because they know. And my family, they're like, yeah, yeah, you control freak. But that goes against my nature to give that up to God. It goes against everything that I am.
to give it back to God and to say, all right, I'm surrendering, I'm trusting the good, the bad, and in between, I'm trusting the stuff that I can take care of on my own, supposedly. I'm trusting the stuff that I can't take care of. I'm trusting the stuff that's out of my hands. I'm trusting the stuff, the little things that I think I can manage myself. I'm, I'm giving that all to you, God. Um, what a great way to live out a real, authentic faith. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Another great verse that could kind of sums up this thing of authentic faith. Another way that I think we can live out in our student ministry, uh, one of the things that our student ministries are built on um, is serving others. Hashtag hands and feet, right? Uh, one of the coolest things I think uh, that God is doing among our students is that every summer we get a chance, the mid-high uh, group and the senior high group get a chance to go and serve for a week somewhere in this, in this country, out of the country. We've been out of the country several times. Uh, and and this, this was something that was started many, many years before I came on board. Uh, and it's been going on, and, and, and God continues to do great things through an opportunity to go and place others ahead of us. It sound familiar? Jesus talked a lot about that as being authentic in our faith. You cannot be real and authentic in your faith if you are the center of your universe. If I am the center of my universe, if I'm in control of me and everything around me, then I'm absolutely disobedient to how God has me living out my life in an authentic faith, placing others ahead of myself. You know, and, and, and in teaching our kids and our students how to put others' needs ahead of their own, not just for a week on, on, in New Orleans or by the battery, I mean, wherever we go this summer, it's coming home and doing that too. It's coming home and living that out in their schools in, on their, at their lunch tables, all those places. We want them to, be, to live out an authentic faith that places others ahead of themselves. As you saw in the video, uh, some of our mission trips were featured and uh, places that we've been um, and we'll continue to do that because I, I've said this before I've said it to Shannon but I believe that going on going and serving in a, in a mission opportunity whether it's here or somewhere else preaches a hundred thousand sermons to us I believe we see the face and the heart of God more in those opportunities to place someone else ahead of ourselves than a million of what I'm doing right now for you, just speaking, right? This is how we recognize God's heart and where he's moving and where, what he's, how he's working and where he has us going, hearing God's voice and recognizing God to say, to place someone else, to place someone else's needs on our heart, whether in prayer or actually physically going and doing something for them. Hands and feet. We want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And the last thing is, if, if you came here and you, you, so far all you've heard is let's pat ourselves on the back for uh, all the great things that are going on in our church and our student ministry, and that's not it. We, want, we desire Jesus to be at the core of it. We want Jesus to be at the very center of everything we do. Uh, he is Lord, Master. Um, he has done it all. If we have felt like we've done anything ourselves, uh, we want to be reminded that Jesus did everything. And part of that 
whole idea of Jesus being the center is recognizing that we have not done one good thing for ourselves. That through Christ and redemption and the cross, we get to live out this life of authentic faith, clinging, trusting God and clinging to God as an infant clings to mom or dad, clinging to God out of, not of our own power, but trusting in God to sustain us through this life. Jesus at the core. This is what we want our student ministry and our whole entire church to be built on. Jesus. Not programs, not lights, music, which we have that stuff. But if we didn't have it, Jesus would still be at the center of it. We don't need this stuff. We don't need microphones and sound systems and cool hundred-year-old buildings that are awesome and lights and, you know, all this stuff. We don't need it, do we? We don't need it. It's cool, right? But we don't need that. We want Jesus to be the center of this, guys. Mark 12, 30, 31 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. You know, when it comes down to when we talk to our students, and, and a lot, my students have heard me say this before, and I want, I want to share it with you. You know, sometimes we, we, we uh, jumble up this Christian, Christian life, this Christian thing, this Christianity thing. We make it too complicated, and we, we just, it's a bunch of, I got to do this, and I got to go, and I got to, and, and, and I'm just confused as to what this all means. Well, Mark 12 says it. If there are two things, students, that we should be about. And if we're doing those two things, then everything else falls under that umbrella. What are they? Love God and love others. That's it. That's it. Everything that falls under this authentic faith thing that we've talked about falls in those two verses. It's there. It's there. We desire to see students grow in their relationship with Christ to be to look like, to act like, to talk like Jesus. And I am, again, I, I, I don't have this down. Uh, none of us do. And if I find myself striving to do that under my own power, then I need to relinquish once again, trust it all to God, renew my faith in him to do everything he says he will do and to be who he says he is. And we like to use this word relational around here. Our church is built on relational ministry. Relationships. It's the most important thing we can build. Relationships. Uh, if, if, I, if, if we, if stir or midpoint on a Sunday night did not exist, there's one thing that, that God has put on our heart to do that God would still uh, do great things through. And that's being where our students are. Uh, one of the things that we feel strongly about is going and being at lunch during the week, awkwardly. I'll never forget the first time I went to a school lunch, Lowndes High School, 3,500 students, 800 students per lunch, four lunches straight. Here I am, 30-something-year-old man in a lunchroom, and the herd's coming through. And it's the most awkward, 
nerve-wracking thing. And I don't, I don't get awkward. I don't like, I get awkward. I don't get nervous around crowds, but I'm telling you, everything within me was like, get me out of here. I don't know what. And funnily enough, the freshman class at the time are our freshmen in college now. Who've, the one's back there. Hey, Fulton, love you. Coming home, that's right. I always love to see them come home. Um, they were freshmen in high school then. And I plopped down at the table and I slap them on the back and it was like, you know, like Jack was talking about, who's this guy? And it's very awkward. And they're just staring at me and I'm carrying on conversation. And hey, how are you? What's your name? I'm, you know, and no agenda. Not saying, hey, I'm from so-and-so church. You should come and hang out with us on Sunday just to build relationships. And you know what? That relationship, those relationships were not built that day. They weren't built the next week. They weren't built the next week. They were built years, years. It took years to build, those, to build some of those relationships. It still takes a long time. But you know what? We're going to be there. Every, time, every chance we get, we're going to be there. And, if they, and, you know, and, I, and, and the thing is, it's not for me. It's not to, for me to be there and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, Emily, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so church. No, this is to build real, authentic relationships with our kids and to grow them in their faith help them walk beside them in their faith we want to be a relational church we want to be relational in our ministry and everything that we do we think we feel like relationships are the, the core of that and as we close we, we uh, one thing we do uh, and Emily mentioned it at the beginning of every month first Sunday of every month is we receive Holy Communion together and I can't think of a better thing to transition to when talking about authentic faith and living that out than having a time of reflection on what Christ has done, right? It centers us. It realigns us with the gospel. And the gospel is the most important thing there is. Christ living, dying, crucified, resurrected. There's nothing more important than that, folks. And, and Holy Communion refocuses us on that. And, and that being the, the, the core and the center and, the, and, and the, the foundation, the cornerstone of our lives. That's what we want. That's what we desire. And so as we move into a time of, of Holy Communion, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Shannon to come up. And we're going we're gonna to have some students here that have, uh, have um, offered or have agreed to help serve you in communion. be me thanks for listening to the solomon's porch podcast we hope you heard some good practical news in this episode that you can apply to your life if you'd like we'd love for you to review our podcast on itunes and share it with your friends you can also support our ministry by going to the porchvaldasa.com slash give until next time stay classy listening friends